Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fit Literate. I'm Carolyn, and I am here with Laura. Hello, hello. So we've been having some technical difficulties, so I apologize for Laura's audio being a little bit different quality than normal, but we're we're working with it. We're figuring it out. <laughs> we're making it work. Surely Mercury is retrograde again or something. Something, something. It's all yeah. happening. Okay, so anyway, we're going to keep the intro really short today because this is part two um, to our two-part YouTube vegans episode. So if you have not listened to part one, uh, go listen to that now. It's called Hitting It Raw. Um, we talked about Raw Vana, Fully Raw Christina, Mr. and Mrs. Vegan, and Raw Alignment. And today we're going to be covering mm -hmm. the rest of the YouTubers on our list. So um, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, there was one correction I wanted to make on something I said last episode. It's really small, probably not important, but I was... Um, I was incorrect when I was talking about Elise or Raw Alignment's Instagram. I had said something about the type of content that she's been posting on there lately, but I was thinking of someone else entirely because she mm. actually left Instagram, like made a whole announcement about it in January and has not been on Instagram since. So the only content creation that she has been doing has been, you know, one video a month at most on YouTube. So she's really taken a step back from content creation and social media in general, um, which totally, totally respect that. It is a crazy, wacky world out here. And uh, I totally respect anyone's decision to go, you know what? I don't think I want my life to revolve around this anymore because it can be pretty intense and pretty toxic. <laughs> yeah, that sounds kind of nice. I actually also have a correction to make and that I said that Yovana Mendoza has no qualifications that I could find, which is actually mm -hmm. not true. I spent a little bit more time on her website and I think I was also thinking of someone else. She is a certified holistic health coach through the Institute of Integrative. Is that how you'd say that word? Integrative? Yeah, integrative. Uh, yeah. Integrative nutrition. Um, okay. So okay. I will drop that without further disclaimer and do with that what you will, but she yeah. is certified. That so, is the certification she has. All right. No, no libel here. <laughs> yeah. Our first corrections corner. All right. So let's go ahead and jump in. We're starting with a uh, healthy Emmy, correct? Yes. So this is a person from the, from the Mr. And Mrs. Vegan family of YouTubers. Uh, they all, they all kind of revolve around Dr. McDougal who has a line of instant soups that you may have seen in stores, who very much, he wrote The Starch Solution, which is a book that you'll probably find in like your local free book donation library, um, and heavily believes in like no sugar, no salt, only potatoes kind of thing. So Emmy, when I found her, uh, was posting videos about losing weight with no exercise, how to get off the like diet train, talking a little bit about like set point theory and some things that are very much kind of anti-diet buzzwords, but also talking about um, I'm vegan, but I'm still fat. Why? And from a person who, as far as I can tell, has never been fat in her entire life, just to point that out. Um, but what I eat in a day, how to retrain your taste so you don't want salt anymore, um, 
healthy hacks, how to meal prep your plain oats and your plain potatoes and your plain beans, things of that nature. And then creating a lot of content around her trademark program for weight loss, which is called Slim on Starch. She still has 70,000 subscribers on YouTube and over 150,000 followers on Instagram. Um, she is still making this kind of content, which is interesting because I was expecting some character development at the very least. Um, and she- mm-hmm. especially cause she's using like the anti-diet buzzwords. You'd think that maybe some of that actual yeah. kind of set of values would have rubbed off on her, but no, she, she's still just using it as and a especially- I mean, I have no idea how old she actually is, but she's younger. I think I would guess she's under 30. I think we're all around the same age. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, she talked about like her first years working a big girl job and how to cook and eat around that. Like I, she, she was very proto that girl very much like the uh, imaginary young 20 something woman who has is like a young Martha Stewart type. Um, But uh, you know, when someone's figuring out, like, I kind of assume that maybe you figure some more things out and then maybe you change your tune a little bit when you're doing something that's so completely, I don't know. I think what she's figured out is that there's still a lot of money to be made in the weight loss industry. Um, And It sounds like she is, you know, deeply entrenched in this wider vegan or plant-based community that, like, for this specific part of, like, the plant-based world, it's about thinness and weight loss. That, like, the main reason why a plant-based diet is so good and everyone should do it is because it makes you skinny. Um, Cause like there's like we talked about in the first episode, like there's so many reasons that people will shift towards a more plant-based way of eating and eat less animal products. Um, and a lot of times the vegan YouTubers really focus on that like thinness weight loss aspect of it um as like this is the reason to do it and probably because it just piggybacks off of the diet industry and the weight loss industry at large like the the general public is primed to hear you should do this because it will make you thin um a little bit more than you should change everything about the way that you eat and cook and shop in your entire lifestyle because it's like good for the environment like I think that's a harder yeah a harder jump to make, but like do it because it'll make you hot <laughs> is like easier to yeah, sell. Yeah, and that's what people are searching, and that's what's SEO optimized. And also, mm-hmm. I know that there is a strain of ethical vegan who believes that no matter what, the ends justify the means in terms of making helping people go vegan. Um, yes. So to give you kind yes. of a taste of her, the language she's using nowadays, this is an upload from July 13th, 2022. Um, I think I found this the day we recorded the first half of the, the first part of this podcast, actually. Um, this video is called Why You're Not Losing Weight. Um, and the four reasons are 
Number one, playing the victim. Uh, <laughs> number two, you're a scale monkey. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Monkey? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> number three is you're not being... Like you're hopping on and off the scale all the time? So. Maybe that's what that's supposed I to mean. I genuinely could not listen to more than about 30 seconds of this without feeling like I wanted to gouge my eyes out. Um, the next one is not being honest. Um, and, oh God, and the last I hate one that. is playing the short game. So basically, um, don't trust yourself. You're wrong. You're being a little bitch about it. And if it's not working, it's only because you haven't listened to me long enough. Uh, so that's a fun, a fun yeah. combo of shaming and gaslighting and mm-hmm. good stuff. Good stuff over here. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the only one that could maybe, that like has a little bit more of like a good helpful message behind it is that last one of like you're not playing the long game, meaning like you're you're too focused on short-term results. So you're doing really extreme things. Like maybe you're starving yourself or you're over-exercising and like that's not going to get you to the results that you ultimately want, which I agree with. Like, hopping on like really restrictive fad diets, doing like short term diets in order to lose weight short term will not ever lead to long term weight loss. Um, So I'm like, yes, that one is definitely based in more than a grain of truth. Like I would say like a small bowl of rice (laughs) of truth, but, (laughs) but like the ultimate message being like, if you just stick with what I say for long enough, you will eventually reach your goal, which I would argue is almost just as unlikely. Yeah, I mean, I think the reason that this messaging from anyone becomes so insidious is because it's it's sort of adjacent to good advice, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you are trying to lose weight on a weight loss journey, whatever, correct, you should not be weighing yourself every day, that you're going to see more fluctuations and that might be discouraging if that's what you're looking for. Yes, you should not be committing to a quote unquote diet for only a week. That's going to lead to frustration and, you know, either short term quote unquote results or no results at all. But the central issue here is that her answer to all of this is a protocol that is so deeply restrictive. Yeah. <laughs> it's the the answer to why can't I stop binge eating or why can't I stop craving like a piece of chocolate is not you didn't eat enough potatoes today and you're being a victim. Exactly. It's, you you will only let yourself have horse food and you are a human who lives in the real human world and theoretically wants to go out to restaurants or travel or like eat a slice of birthday cake at a party. Yeah. And you can do all of those things vegan and healthy. Emmy would argue that you can do all of those things, whole starch, low fat. Um, She has lots of videos of her calling restaurants ahead of time and asking if she can get white rice with just steamed vegetables that she can then participate in like her friends going out to dinner and Mm -hmm. oh she talked to her friends and made sure there was something that she could eat at the party they were hosting or she ate in advance and then she didn't eat at the party and or she brought her own food in a tupperware which i would also like to offer the caveat that uh, according to a lot of like (laughs) 
actually registered dietitians and behavioral therapists, like that is disordered behavior. That is what people with eating disorders do. (laughs) These are all disordered eating behaviors and like not just in other contexts, in this context too, because the reason that she's doing these things is to stay skinny. Like, because that is what her, like she has explained her whole reason for like veganism is good. Like her stance on that is veganism is good because it makes you thin. And so she's doing all of these things like calling restaurants ahead of time, bringing her own food, which in some contexts, like if someone has really severe allergies are life-saving necessary measures. They're still, you know, awkward, uncomfortable, cumbersome, and potentially not very mentally healthy. But if it keeps you from like going into anaphylactic shock and having to go to a hospital, like it's necessary to self-impose those kinds of behaviors when it's not medically necessary in order to stay skinny or to lose weight, like that, that just is eating disorder behavior. Like, yeah. Blank. And there's again, the implicit bias that this works because it worked for me. And again, I have mm. found no evidence of her experiencing anything other than a very minor weight loss, but she is a very thin person. So mm-hmm. it's a very thin person yelling at you about why you can't be in a very thin body like they are. And it's because you are not doing exactly what they are yelling at you to do. No, and there's this whole brand of wellness influencer that has cropped up that uses all this rhetoric around shedding weight because you're shedding trauma. Oh God, I hate that. You you can't drop the weight because like something is like unhealed. And there is science behind if you've experienced extremely traumatic incidents or if you are holding on to a large amount of stress and that raises cortisol levels in your body or any number of like hormonal, physical, whatever changes that could lead a person to carry more fat on their body as opposed to less fat on their body, whatever. But the rhetoric of you're not losing weight because you're doing something wrong or because you need to be healed in some way is just moralizing fatness. It's just saying exactly. that there's something wrong with you it's, because it's further you're moralizing fat. fatness and pathologizing fatness. And I I hate that line of thinking so much. Like as like a blanket line of thinking. Not that like for individual people they might have, you know, a a, a trauma experience that has cascaded into a hormonal imbalance that led to an autoimmune disorder that one of the side effects of that was some weight gain like that can absolutely be an individual person's experience but when we try to say that like oh like weight gain and high body fat is it's because of trauma or it's because of mental illness it's because you're not like spiritually ascended or you haven't healed your inner child perpetuating that set of beliefs means that anyone who buys into that is going to look at any fat person and think that they're like mentally and emotionally broken like oh my god <laughs> like that's a horrible assumption really, to make about really someone bad stuff. And, and and that like and that then if someone does go through therapy and does all this healing and is in an emotionally much better place but they haven't lost the weight that somehow their healing isn't valid because it's still like visible on their physical body hell no absolutely not like I, 
no, 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 no. So it, and I will note that there are whispers of this thread of thinking in the very popular book, The Body Keeps the Score, which I think Mm -hmm. is a great book in a lot of ways. But if reading that book has ever, ooh, sorry, I got thunder here. If reading that book um, as a part of your like therapy or, (laughs) oh my goodness, look at us. Yeah, the body um, keeps the score. I have a lot of gripes with. It's in in many accounts a a really like enlightening, borderline life changing book. And in a lot of ways, it's very traumatizing to read. Vander Kolk's methods yes. are have come under a lot of fire recently, and like for good Unethical. reason. Yeah, exploitative and like just his own kind of personal behavior as a scientist has been yeah. called into question. Um, Oh, I started reading another body trauma book recently that I'm I'm not very far into because it takes me a long time to get through anything that heavy. But yeah. I I might have a fresh recommendation for you. But yeah, if you can get through okay. the body keeps the score, that's okay. And there is a lot of like anti fat language in there, so tread gently. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I was just I literally just posted a meme uh, that was referencing the body keeps the score, so that was like on my mind. It's just a funny meme. Oh, the body keeps says, the score memes are like the best yeah (laughs) it's uh my body keeping the score me you'd be a lot cooler if you didn't (laughs) (laughs) i posted one recently that was do you know gabe from the office like from the later gabe from the office i think he's low-key my favorite character from the office actually (laughs) when he shows up in his lady gaga halloween costume that is one of my my favorite television scenes ever but you know the scene when he's like shut up about the sun shut up about the sun (laughs) and it's uh like the text is me to my body and he's like shut up about the shut up about the score (laughs) um which this is now a new fun corner of the podcast where we explain visual memes Meme explanation. Uh, anyways, if you didn't like that book, there's nothing wrong with you. Shall we move on? Yeah. Um, healthy Emmy. I'd love yes, to have her I face think so. off my screen. Um, so uh, Healthy Emmy is using her own very thin body as sort of proof, uh, proof of purchase and charging other people for individualized coaching with no qualifications to be heard of. The other and perpetuating a lot of anti-fatness in the process. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Sort of the the I don't know if I want to call it the other side of this. Another channel along the same vein that found much much more popularity is High Carb Hannah, who oh yes yes who found I'm gonna say. This actually surprised me because I knew of High Carb Hannah from her 30-day potato cleanse, which I'm proud to say that I never tried because that's exactly the kind of stuff I would have, like, fallen for. But So this, this is the potato this girl, is the from, potato girl from the last part. This is the potato girl that we part. heavily teased <laughs> in the last episode, um, who I completely forgot about. And then I saw her face, and it was like years of recovered memories came rushing back to me. Um, yeah. She did a 30-day potato cleanse where she ate nothing but potatoes and non-starchy veggies so kind of like keto but if you replaced fat and protein with potatoes and then the like the small amount of veggies you're allowed to eat on keto or whatever interesting um yeah so not like keto at all because it's entirely potatoes but you you get what i was trying to say um she ate keto and greens literally keto and greens or, or uh, potatoes and greens potatoes and greens 
She ate potatoes and greens and mostly potatoes I got for green, 30 days. Greens, potatoes, tomatoes. With, <laughs> with like some condiments. Like she would make fries and she would have like a little bit of sugar-free ketchup on the side. Um, but just potatoes for 30 days. And she, I, I really think this has been illuminating to me because going back, I was like, oh, well, that's what she's famous for. And that's not true. Those videos don't mm-hmm. have that many views. And also I found out through this recent crop of research that she only lost six pounds doing that, um, which mm. whatever weight loss is weight loss numbers don't mean anything that was probably uh water weight no but like at the top of her instagram page it says like like 70 lost pounds. 70 pounds yes. from a vegan diet but it, it wasn't from the potato it wasn't diet. From the potato <laughs> diet and that was that was my mistake being like oh it's the it's the potato girl but this is all kind of mushed together her most popular video has 11 million views and it's before <sighs> and after Whoa. 70 pound weight loss transformation um and you know before and after pictures of her and it's about her journey with whole starch, low fat. Um, so that's that is kind of the thrust of her content. There were a lot of sort of smaller arcs where, oh, I gained some weight back, so now I'm going back into the starch solution, blah, 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 blah. Um, lots of videos that are like how to lose the most weight. Um, this is interesting, oh. and this will lead us into the next one. Why I really gained weight on Raw Till 4. So these are when we started to mm. see different mm-hmm. factions of the vegan community um, at war. Lots of what I eat in a day is the real reason you're not losing weight. Uh, what I eat daily to lose 55 pounds. Intermittent fasting. Quick weight loss tips. Green juice for weight loss. Um, there was one... Why can't I find it? Oh, this is a video from seven years ago with 227,000 views. How to use the law of attraction to lose weight. Oh, God. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) The, the, The secret is the secret. Ultimately, the secret behind all of these channels is just the secret. That's it. We could have ended there. Did you ever read that book? Yes. My parents bought it for me. I don't want to talk about it. Um, it's just like make a Pinterest board. <laughs> I, I, I read it too. I'm pretty sure in the secret, like one of the examples that she gave of how like the law of attraction can exist at a, uh, like a population level was literally like hurricane Katrina. I'm not sure if that's true, but I have a memory oh of that God. being true. <laughs> yeah. It's this maybe. And and if I'm wrong, like I I don't care. Like <laughs> whatever. I feel like maybe this is a topic for another episode, but all these manifestation girlies on TikTok who are like teaching other people how to manifest things and they're like, I manifested a BMW and it's like they're all just thin white women with generational wealth. And the the very quick flip side of you like get good stuff if you put good stuff out into the world is like if bad stuff happens to you you must have deserved it like it's so brain dead exactly yeah it's it's like the weird intersection of like hustle culture um specifically on tiktok and then like witch talk like spiritual like witch talk 
And that girl lifestyle content is like these like my morning routine to manifest my dream home. And it's like, it's like remember, what we is got going rid on? of the divine right of kings for a reason. Like, think with your brain. So maybe, Carolyn, maybe we pissed off some like vegan god and that's why we're getting all this terrible storm only over New York maybe. and Florida. Um. Yeah, it's possible. I heard that crack of thunder. That yeah. was really loud. Yeah. Yikes. So, hi, Carpana. So, I'll just finish this up. Her thumbnails are all, like, really, really thin, um, like, Victoria's Secret model style shots um, on videos talking about, you know, why you can't lose weight. The quickest way to get fit, no workouts required, which I would argue that if you're not doing a workout, she just means thin. Yeah. Because fitness fitness doesn't mean thin, but they're saying fit instead of the quickest way to get thin because that even six years ago would have <sighs> probably been flagged as something kind of scammy. Yeah. Um, my favorite, I will say my favorite video title uh, from the 30-day potato cleanse weight loss challenge is day 25 i'm so sick of potatoes <laughs> in all caps oh so. man i mean i how heartbreaking it would be to eat a diet that made you sick of potatoes because potatoes are one of the best foods yeah. out there i love potatoes so much in every form in every way I, I just, that would be heartbreaking to me. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's part of it is like when I hear eat nothing but potatoes, I'm like, oh, I could probably do that for a couple of days and be kind of happy about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. May, maybe um, a week. Doesn't sound like totally punishing. Yeah. But she's still at it as she's been posting a lot of uh, YouTube shorts as they mm-hmm. all have recently. Yeah. But it's still what I eat in a day, 70 pound weight loss, uh, what I eat in a day, vegan lunch recipes that help me lose 70 pounds, yeah. foods I eat to lose 70 pounds, um, starch solution. So it's all, you know. Like it's literally it's no same. different from all of the like beach body weight loss plans and stuff that we talked about. It It's the same thing. It's just the vegan version. It, it's all just like. Yeah veganized classic diet culture um but in you know a very very pretty package and it's free content online so it's highly accessible exactly shall we get into the big bad yeah okay let's do it so freely it's your turn we're talking about we're talking about freely the banana girl finally which if uh if you listen to the first episode and we're disappointed that we didn't get to her sorry about that um but here we go so freely the banana girl which i actually forgot to write down her actual name do you remember what her real name is oh we mentioned it in our uh kayla itzens video because she sued kayla itzens yeah yes let me find (laughs) Leanne Ratcliffe, which is decidedly Leanne not Ratcliffe. as snappy a name as Freely. Yeah, it, absolutely. So Leanne, Ratc- Leanne Ratcliffe, a.k.a. Freely the Banana Girl, is an Australian YouTuber who is known for her her videos about 
eating um, high carb vegan, raw vegan, raw till four, 80, 10, 10, different versions of these extreme vegan diets that we have been talking about. So her, her brand vibe is very quirky. The aesthetic is very tropical because of where she lives. And she's very known for being controversial and like unfiltered. So compared to some of these other women that we've been talking about who are really going for this like polished influencer vibe or kind of like like hippie bohemian sort of vibe, Freely is really trying to be no one but herself. She is rough around the edges. She can be crass. She swears her, especially in her, like the early days of her videos. Like it seemed like she really didn't care a lot about camera quality or audio quality. Like she just cared about putting her message out there the only way she knew how, which was to be unencumbered in her (laughs) self-expression. So, (laughs) excuse me. And honestly, I think this very authentic uh, way that she was talking about this very out there stuff is a part of what gained her such a huge audience. And it's definitely what drew me to her content because so she she's been making content for 13 years uh like 2009 is when her earliest videos um can be found I don't know if she had anything from earlier than that but she doesn't seem like one to delete content so I I think she got on the platform (laughs) in in 2009 just based on what's still up there I I don't think she's deleted anything that's like the most (laughs) mild read ever like that is so brilliant you don't seem like someone to delete content to delete oh, content yeah. <laughs> I don't mean it badly I don't mean that in a I bad know. way it's just it's just what it is um I basically I think if she were someone who wanted to keep a very specific image there's videos that are on there that she would have deleted but anyway um so 2009 13 years she's been making content right now she has two channels she has the main channel that's freely the banana girl that's her older account that's been going on for these 13 years that has 800 uh 10,000 subscribers and she has a newer account um, a a newer YouTube channel that she started just two years ago called the frugivore diet spelled f-r-u-g-i-v-o-r-e and that has 47,000 followers and um, frugivore is really just a synonym for fruititarian Um, so what we were talking about like an all fruit diet Um, which she is definitely known for that being her main thing. So throughout the years, she has been pretty consistent with um, her message and the way that she puts it across. So she's always very energetic. She has a lot of quirky catchphrases that are usually about fruit. Um, So I just have a list of some of them. She called, honestly, they're kind of cute. She calls her subscribers fruit bats, which I I personally think is adorable. Um, She likes to say things like absolutely, like putting fruit into words where it makes sense to replace a syllable. Uh, her catchphrase is go fruit yourself, which is honestly perfect for her and her brand because it's uh, you know, goofy. <laughs> it's about fruit. And, you know, it's 
a little bit crass. Uh, she also calls herself the raw fit bitch, and she's a fruititarian. Um, she really goes for like shock value, and she isn't afraid to be provocative in all senses of that word. So she's got some sketches and prank videos in her early days, which I think is hilarious to think that there is She's a, like the Jake Paul of vegan But of, ve- of Australian <laughs> vegans, yeah. So yeah. Some, some prank videos, some sketches, uh, especially in the early days. She just loved to wear the absolutely lowest rise pants and shorts that I have ever seen up until that image of Julia Fox going to dinner the other day where her pants were fully mm. unzipped. And I I think she must have been wearing like a prosthetic piece because the, <laughs> I, I don't even know. Or all of the images are edited because she actually had it all out. But anyway, um, yeah, just super low rise, very much like look at my body, look at how skinny I am. This is what a raw vegan fruititarian diet will do for you. Um, look at how low I can wear my pants and not have a muffin top. Um, and that that's just not the visual message she's sending. She says these things out loud as well. <laughs> um, and also in the early days, she wore a lot of homemade dehydrated fruit accessories and hand-sewn fruit-printed yeah. clothing. It's all just like... Oh, God. Honestly, I I went and looked back on these first videos and felt a little bit of nostalgia because while her message is (laughs) absolutely, absolutely fruit batshit crazy, um, I I just watching it again, I'm I. I just can't help but have a little a little flutter of fondness for just the wackiness of it all, but. Her overall, her message is extremely toxic, and uh, she has guided many a young woman into an eating disorder. So, can't be too nostalgic for it. Okay, so over the years, she has advocated for various extreme vegan diets, such as the eighty ten ten, which is the high carb, low fat, low protein diet. The fruititarian diet, which is eating mostly or all fruit, frugivore, which is raw vegan. Um, and she coined the phrase, the diet raw till four, which is basically just you eat a raw vegan diet until 4 p.m. And then for dinner, you have one cooked high carb vegan meal, usually a bunch of potatoes or a giant bowl of white rice with some steamed veggies Um so honestly, what Freely pushes and talks about seems to be just kind of an amalgamation of all of the other influencers that we've talked about. Like mm. she has dabbled in all of the different extreme types of vegan diets over the years. Um, oh, yeah. And the last one, bringing this up again from the last episode, mono meals. So uh, eating just a huge amount of one fruit or one <laughs> food. And her favorite way of doing this is her giant banana smoothies where she'll put 10 really, really ripe bananas and a bunch of water and maybe some coconut sugar because it wasn't sweet enough into wasn't a blender there usually like and just half a date. It would be. Yeah. Either like a date or some coconut sugar or something, but she's all about fruit. Sugar is the best source of nutrients for the human body. And I mean, that's just not 
true, <laughs> you know, eating a diet entirely of fruit sugar is not the optimal human diet does not provide the human body everything that it needs. Uh, um, and her, I saw this in one video and I was like, oh, good one, Freely. You really got us there. She, she says, and some people will call this extreme, but you know, in my opinion, the extreme thing is eating animal flesh. Mono meals mm. of fruit is extremely healthy. <laughs> so oh. just, I mean, you got to hand it to her. She's good at what she does. Okay, moving on. So the t main types of content that she makes uh, in the early days was a lot of talking head videos where she's just standing in front of the camera talking about a topic related to raw veganism or showing recipes, answering questions, um, and some of those kind of comedy videos. And of course, what I eat in a day videos. All, all of these people were talking about do what I eat in the day videos. And then in 2013... Something big happened for her career. She made a video about Jenna Marbles called Why Jenna Marbles Gained Weight. Oh. And it amassed over 3 million views. That's as of today. But even at the time, it went viral. And it really pushed her into more of the mainstream on YouTube. Suddenly, all these people who were fans of the really popular YouTubers at the time. So like Jenna Marbles, Shane Dawson, Trisha Paytas. Um, there were a few others, but she was all of a sudden now on, on the radar of these bigger uh, YouTubers and same with their audiences. So she got a lot of attention from this. The video was basically her shaming Jenna Marble's diet and claiming that Jenna gained weight because she stopped being vegan. And the interesting thing is, while in a lot of ways it was kind of a mean-spirited video, she was literally just fat shaming Jenna Marbles. Jenna took it quite positively. Um, I, I think maybe it this video was released at a time when Jenna was already thinking about going back to a vegan diet. And so while a lot of Jenna's followers were, were kind of defending her and being saying to Jenna, this, this woman freely is like bashing you in her videos and whatever. Jenna actually made a statement on Facebook saying, no, I really appreciate this. I'm actually going to go vegan again. And like, I'm, I'm, I've talked, I've had a conversation with freely and she's given me some advice. So for a little bit, even after this video, they were on like weirdly good terms. And, um, freely actually went on the Jenna and Julian podcast one time and, Jenna and Julian got a lot of pushback from their audience because even though Jenna was sort of defending Freely and on the side of Freely the Banana Girl is good actually her audience was like no what yeah <laughs> this woman is not good <laughs> and so it, it was just very interesting to see that and so I think partially because of Jenna's um, positive response and sort of bringing Freely into her world and making content with her um in 2016 uh freely ended up making a trip out to LA because she had garnered all this mainstream attention YouTube mainstream attention mm -hmm. and made all of these collab videos with so many famous people even including some actual um 
Oh, no, no, no. Not actual celebrities, but, you know, YouTube celebrities. Mm. And so in the years between 2013 and 2016, this type of calling out a popular YouTuber or calling out a celebrity on being fat because they're not vegan <laughs> became uh, her one of her go-to types of content. She did them about, like I said, Trisha Paytas, uh, Shane Dawson, but also the Kardashians, Selena Gomez, Chrissy Teigen, and Rihanna, and made more about Jenna Marbles. Um, it, and it was just a really interesting time in Freely's career because she – was the only one of these raw vegan content, like vegan content creators that kind of made the transition from vegan YouTube, which while large was sort of an isolated subset Mm. of YouTube to mainstream YouTube audiences with this outrage content, basically. Um, And we already talked about the feud that she had with Kayla Itzins. What we didn't realize is that she also had beef Pun intended, <laughs> with Cassie Ho of Blogilates. Um, at one point, Cassie like did a copyright claim on one of Freely's videos that was just, you know, bashing her and fat shaming her for not being vegan. And Freely came back with all this stuff saying that Blogilates is suing me. And it was just there was a lot of back and forth. Who knows what was actually accurate, what was really going on. Um, but eventually Cassie did take the copyright strike down and it, you know, was resolved. But in 2016, Freely's popularity took a sharp nosedive soon after um, Adpocalypse. I don't know if you remember this happening, but it was kind of a big deal um, in the YouTube world. Essentially, YouTube made a huge change to its ad policy um, in order to kind of crack down on inappropriate content that would not that that advertisers would not want to hinge their brands on and so a lot of content creators on YouTube in 2016 uh, were hit really hard by this Uh, that's why it was dubbed adpocalypse because people's careers were flattened because all of a sudden they could not make any money through YouTube anymore because of the nature of their content. And Freely Freely was probably one of these people. Uh, And she says that this was the reason that she started her new channel because she was thinking that just all of the new algorithms that were trying to weed out non-advertiser friendly content were going through her rich back history of controversial videos and flagging too many of them to the point where she wasn't making any advertiser revenue anymore. So two years ago, she started her new channel in the hopes of being able to make ad money off of um, her content again, which makes sense. I would probably do the same thing if I was her. Um, But on this new channel, it's essentially a lot of the same stuff. It's some vlog style things, what I eat in a day is, and uh, she continues to do kind of reaction videos to famous people's what I eat in a day is, uh, like this is a diet I'm trying, whatever. And now it's a lot of reacting to TikToks. That's sort of where it has shifted. Um, I got to yeah. say, I'm scrolling so, through the most popular Freely videos, and she just really has found a way to every single thumbnail and every single video title looks and reads like something that pops up on a scammy website where it's like 
yes four russian women in your area want to sleep with you like she's got bananas <laughs> halfway in her mouth she's posting her squatting on a toilet and being like i don't use toilet paper anymore she's posting her naked but it looks like somebody else took the picture from like very far away just like i'm mean and uh-huh. i made a girl cry or like am <laughs> yes. i too skinny question mark question mark like it's all so she's a provocateur yes. and she's that really that's the long and short that. of it and and that's why like obviously and I'm gonna go into exactly what makes her content so harmful and terrible but like I can't help but smile and laugh because it's so ridiculous and the entertainment value in that sense is very very high it's Um, absolutely ridiculous. but unfortunately a lot of people also take her message very seriously you know she sells a diet book um she has influenced a lot of especially young women to eat in a very extreme way you know 50 bananas a day that was her big thing for a while eating 50 bananas a day i tried to make a freely smoothie one time I always, I, I never was like, this is a well-balanced woman who I should take advice from. But I was like, like oh, I'll try this. Oh, that smoothie. I, I'll do that. And I think I put like three bananas in it with water and a date. And I was like, yeah, Bleh. it's not. It's well, because that's good. the thing. It's, it, it's also, similar in a sense to the whole nice cream trend from years ago where you just blend a bunch of frozen bananas. Yeah, it's like lukewarm. But it's watered down and room temperature. So it's not even a sweet frozen treat made out of frozen fruit which can be lovely it's like a sorbet almost but it's just room temperature watered down banana sludge (laughs) it's so gross I promise I'll let us move on from this but this is just comedy there are three videos right next to each other number one my disappointment after meeting Trisha Paytas number two explaining why I look so old ugly and tired now (laughs) And then number three, a response video to the song All About That Bass by Megan Trainer, which I can only assume is her being like, you're making people not want to be thin and that's evil because that is the rest of her content. Yeah, you're glorifying obesity. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's oh truly, it's it's truly outrageous and so funny. There's a lot of comedy But here. it is also awful and horrible. So the the main issue of course is that is just the blatant uncensored unapologetic fat phobia. Like her entire message is that raw veganism slash fruititarianism slash raw till four slash 80 10 10 whichever one she's talking about at the time is good because it makes you lean and thin that being fat is bad and all people need to do is go raw vegan so they either don't get fat or so they can lose weight and be thin like that is her entire message and she makes her personal weight loss at the center of all of her marketing because I guess at the beginning of being raw vegan she went through you know experienced weight loss herself and so it's that same thing of if I did it you can do it too if it works for me it will work for everyone which is just uh such a common fallacy at the heart of so many diets and uh marketing strategies in diet culture um and I mean, the other part of the fat phobia is just the body shaming and the clickbait using the really extreme and outrageous language. Um, 
get it you body shaming celebrities and famous people in order to get views um I mean that was at the heart Mm -hmm. of her and still is at the heart of her content creation and her impact has also been extremely problematic like I already mentioned she's encouraging extreme and restrictive diets and it's really easy to go online and find people talking about their personal experiences of developing an eating disorder because of Freely's advice and it's it's just horrible I feel so bad for anyone who has experienced that and I'm so sorry and I hope you are all doing better now and that you can still enjoy bananas in a uh in a reasonable way (laughs) in an in a normal smoothie and and maybe someday laugh at Freely's content yes uh, yes and not just feel pain because she has certainly caused pain to a number a number of people absolutely um so the last thing we need to talk about in relation to Freely is her ex-boyfriend Durian Ryder because he is just as much of a character as her and um seems seems like not a very good person to be honest um so basically her uh her boy her ex-boyfriend Durian Ryder is another YouTuber though he's not nearly as popular but he does have a channel and he he is also a raw vegan. He's a long distance um, cyclist and he was a core part of Freely's channel while they were together starting from the early days. They were together for a very long time. Um, they broke up about six years ago, but the drama between them still continues. And I'm going to be honest, it is very hard to tell. I mean, from his end, he is definitely using his previous relationship with her to continue to get views by like putting her name into Mm. video titles and just talking about her all the time. Um, She doesn't really talk about him all that much on her channel until recently. Um, She made a video accusing him of stalking her and cheating on her while they were together and that like the cheating was a big part of why they broke up. Um, he obviously says it's not and continues to make videos about like the real reason I freely and I broke up. Um, Just pause for a second. Imagine in the year 2022, making a video about your ex from like years ago, six years. Yeah. Six years ago. I'm as much as she has a tendency to exaggerate things and, you know, use controversy for content. um, And so it is entirely possible. This is some kind of stunt that she's pulling, which I wouldn't necessarily put past her based on the type of content she's made in the past. (laughs) when, When there is accusations of, stalking and abuse uh like emotional abuse like I I'm not gonna automatically take that lightly because that's not something that she has ever done in her content for content yes yes and and the situation that she talks about like definitely seems very 
unusual at the very least because she lives on the opposite side of Australia from him now. And I guess he was taking a vacation with his current girlfriend to the part of the country that Freely lives in, in a very like isolated, like forest compound. Um, And Mm. he just showed up unannounced on his bike on her property. And her current boyfriend had to like, what? Like yell at him and force him to leave. And she has it on video. And um, it's just like very, very, it, it definitely sketched me out a lot. And especially looking at the types of videos that he's, making now he just comes across as a little unhinged in his own videos I'm gonna be honest and um uh yeah it it the drama continues and he just besides any potential like domestic disputes between him and freely he is a huge asshole um he is so (laughs) mean he is so like the his approach to like trying to evangelize about a raw vegan diet is to just like be really mean about it and um say that anyone who isn't vegan is like like the scum of the earth and great uh, they also were like kicked out of a fruit festival one time um and it, it's just like the video that they made afterwards uh, was, was so strange. This was back in like 2014 or something. But basically he he is unequivocally an asshole. Absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it like comes across very clearly in any of the content that he makes. And uh, and yeah, the, the whole drama is definitely uh, concerning. And I just... For her sake, I I hope that if he is stalking her, that he stops or that it is a publicity stunt and, you know, she is profiting off the situation as much as him, I guess. I don't know. It's all, I don't even, I don't even know. It's just all very, uh, very intense and very uh, interesting. I'm left wondering what exactly you have to do to get kicked out of a fruit festival. That's fascinating to me. Regardless, regardless of what's happening between those two, regardless of why they got kicked out of a fruit festival one time, the main point here is that Freely has made a long, long career out of um, being outrageous on the internet and pushing really unhealthy, unsafe, and extreme dietary advice in the name of weight loss. Um, just like so many of the others that we've talked about. Her just strategy and flavor of doing that was a little bit different and involved a lot more bananas <laughs> a lot more bananas 51 bananas is still something I have trouble wrapping my head around I know yeah. like what does that even look like I also have a is that the whole banana stand at the th- store that's it <laughs> there's always money in the banana there's stand always money in the uh, banana there's, stand there's there's <laughs> always money in eating 51 bananas on YouTube um, I pulled up yes. an article. I was doing my little freely scroll while we were talking and I found something about that. She started shaming people for menstruating. She says it's yeah. toxic yeah. to menstruate and that if you experience amenorrhea, that's actually the healthiest thing, which is the loss yeah, she of definitely your said period that at one point. because you're not eating enough food. And then she said a 
a lot of women are having these heavy, painful periods because they have a toxic body. Yikes. That. Yeah. And this, this wasn't something that I pointed out specifically, um, but just like fully raw Christina there, it, her content is just rife with unsubstantiated medical claims, Mm. misinformation, disinformation. And, um, it's just a lot of bullshit, a lot of bullshit. Have her eyes stayed the same color? She has never made any claims about her eyes changing color, but I think she may have had blue eyes from the start. Uh, so, and you know, that that's the only change that can happen is that you stop having brown poopy eyes. Yeah, you're saying she was already pure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. She was already pure. <laughs> God. <sighs> All right. So the next thing that we're going to talk about is on the more positive side. We're going to talk about some vegan YouTubers who we think are spreading a much more positive message um, who are not engaging in all of this extreme behavior and medical misinformation and who are just genuinely much more pleasant social media follows. So the first one I want to talk about, and this is like a light recommendation, is the YouTuber um, Unnatural Vegan. So she has been on YouTube for a long time as well. And a lot of her content is dedicated to kind of myth busting and counteracting all of these really extreme YouTubers that we've covered. So a lot of her content can come across as like reaction content, drama videos, because she's trying to push back against specific claims that people like freely like Fully Raw Christina are making. Um, But that's not all of her content. A lot of times she does do just general, you know, myth busting around uh, misconceptions around plant-based diets and stuff like that. And her whole thing is that vegans don't need to only eat raw fruits and vegetables in order to be healthy. You can have a varied diet as a vegan and that is good actually that supplementation is often healthy and a good idea and really tries to look at living a plant-based lifestyle from a more scientific perspective. She does a lot of analyzing of scientific studies. And I think in general, the advice that she gives when she does give specific advice about how to be healthy as a vegan is a lot more uh, scientifically based, (laughs) you know, saying things like, yeah, if you're not eating animal products, go get, go get your B12 shots. Um, You need protein general things mm. like that. So, uh, her, her channel is not necessarily for everyone. Um, just because of the style of the videos, if you're not interested in the reaction content, she's probably not for you, but I, her channel was very helpful in my research for these episodes. Um, because she tends to only react to the the most outrageous claims. And so I was able to go through her videos to find some of the, uh, the juicy details for, uh, for this little series. She's definitely a little less like smoothie inspo and a little more let's actually talk about what it means to realistically go vegan. Yeah. So she, she's not an influencer, a natural vegan. She's a, she provides information and she's like an educator, I guess you could say online. Um, so yeah, Laura. So if you are looking for some more 
influencer type vegan inspirations to follow. Um, someone I, I really, really love who gave me a lot of hope for maybe people digging themselves out of super restrictive vegan holes is uh, Caitlin Shoemaker. who used to make content as From My Bowl on uh, YouTube and Instagram. I'm pretty sure I've seen her there. Uh, she was, I found her way back in the day. She was probably my favorite, I will say. Um, very, very sweet, lovely person. She was in college when I was in college. So she was creating lots of like college content, you know, how to eat healthy on a budget and all that. And she at a certain point got into, I remember she was doing no oil. I don't think she was doing anything more restrictive than that, but really like focusing on quote unquote whole foods. Um, but she has since come around to talking about like, hey, I was doing this mm. and this was kind of misguided and there's nothing wrong with eating this way and really uh, promoting a very, what I would consider normal, but yeah. vegan lifestyle. Um, she's great. Her recipes are great. They all look delicious. She doesn't, she does some what I eat in a day is whatever, um, take them or leave them. But she does a lot more recipes or like three ways to use this ingredient or here's some, you know, easy dinners or here's, you know, like a budget grocery haul and meal prep. She did a really interesting series on, I think she did like 20, a $20 a week grocery budget or something. Like she was trying to raise awareness about like living on a vegan lifestyle, like at, at mm. or below the poverty line for a while. Like she's just all around a cool person with a lot of interests and makes really, really beautiful content and really beautiful recipes. So if you're looking for someone who is maybe a little less triggering and a little more inspiring to follow, definitely recommend Caitlin Shoemaker. Um, another person who's great for, uh, recipes specifically is Cheap Lazy mm. Vegan. I'm trying to, I thought I had her name pulled up, but I do not. Quick warning that there is some weight loss content, but it is more standard mm -hmm. fair weight loss content and less about like personal weight loss journeys. Um, she is Korean, so she makes a lot of veganified oh, traditional cool. Korean foods. Um, yeah, and she makes a lot of like, you know, you're seeing burgers and different ramen recipes and waffles and really like rich, fun looking foods, um, but just vegan version and cheap. That's in the, yeah. that's in the name too. So I've, I've really enjoyed her videos in the past. I think they're fun. Um, so you might want to check out Cheap Lazy Vegan. And then my third recommendation, and this is maybe specifically uh, interesting to me because she is New York-based, is Vegan Bodega Cat. And her name is Rebecca, is in her. Half the time I don't even know these people's names. Isn't that a strange internet thing? Uh, vegan Bodega Cat, she is New York-based, and she does a whole series about what a moderately healthy vegan eats in a week. Um, 
and goes around to places in New York and tries their like off menu mm. vegan items or new vegan items at Trader Joe's and like fun, you know, quote unquote junk foods, like fun new mm. vegan products and um you know, what a vegan what a vegan eats on a solo camper road trip, rating all the new vegan foods I tried this month. Is it hype? New South African food in New York. Uh, it's about so vegan kinda, food kinda being fun, good and tasty as opposed to like moralizing it and saying like, this is healthy. This is not. It's like, it, it's like a, f- like foodie content, yeah. but it's like a vegan food foodie content. I love that. It's, I love that. Exactly. Exactly. All three of those creators, I think, create very much content for the love of food, Amazing. which is cool to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I recommend and unfollow and block. Yeah, if you absolutely. Haven't yet. <laughs> um, I do have one more recommendation. Um, if you're looking for a TikToker to follow, um, her name is, well, her name is Ruthie, but her, uh, TikTok handle is fat vegana. Um, vegana I don't know but I've mentioned her before I just couldn't remember her name um and basically she is a vegan fat liberationist and most of her content centers around subverting the what I eat in a day trope and she makes what I eat in a day as a fat vegan who is not trying to lose weight and so you see her full days of eating and they're all very some days are more similar some days are very different she's eating out at restaurants she's eating leftovers she's eating whatever's in the fridge she's got snacks meals desserts and it's I love it because it not only shows an example of very normal varied human eating in society you know in life but also you know having examples of a fat person eating normally um outside of the pressure to lose weight is very important. I think everybody Mm -hmm. should be okay with seeing that and get used to seeing that uh, if you're thin and deserve to see that if you are someone who identifies as having a fat body um, because everyone should feel like they can eat normally without restriction um, for the purpose of weight loss and thinness. So that is my last recommendation. You're going to have to yeah. send me that account. That oh, she's right awesome. She just showed up on my For You page uh, one time. Um, and I was like, oh, she's adorable. I need to follow her. Um, I will send this to you right now. But yeah. All right. So I I don't know if I have any closing statements. I, I think we've kind of weaved in our opinions <laughs> and uh, and hot takes throughout this. But basically, like... It, yeah. any, any way of eating that can be very, very good for one person can be very bad for another and can be taken to the extreme in a way where it can turn into an eating disorder. But unfortunately, with the way that outrage and spectacle and virality on the internet works, it's usually the extreme stuff that gets the most eyeballs and clicks and popularity and ad revenue. And so it's what you're going to get the most exposure to. So be, be fit literate, (laughs) Uh, exercise your fit literacy when consuming (laughs) content online that has to do with any kind of novel dietary practices. Um, Just because someone is skinny doesn't mean that they are healthy or that the way that they eat would be healthy for you. Yeah. 
I think that about sums it up. Yeah, I think so too. And apologize to yourself for what you consumed in 2015. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is not your fault that an algorithm fed your eyes horribly fat phobic and awful content that that is not your fault. You did not manifest that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You drew it to you because the, the universe knows. I mean, ironically, that is sort of how algorithms work, but never mind. <laughs> maybe, maybe the secret was just the algorithm all along. No. Crazy how that works. <laughs> oh, all oh. right. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Subscribe to the Patreon if you want access to bonus episodes. And yeah, the post schedule may continue to be a little bit. Uh, wonky but it's wonky summer. yeah for the summer but uh we promise that we've got some cool things coming in the fall so bear with us and uh yeah enjoy the things that we do roll out as we roll them out <laughs> thanks for listening everybody we love you bye bye